Welcome to According to Business Podcast. This is your host, Andre Williams, joined by the only host that matters because Sean's whack ass ain't never here, Robert Tate. What up? Okay, um, it's deja vu. You can stop me if you've heard this before. It's been a while since we've been here. The last time we did this was probably a month and a half ago. Um, but now that the NBA Finals have finally started, we could get um, do a little do a little review or go back and, and, and talk about the NBA playoffs and um, uh, give our predictions for for the uh, finals and uh, talk a little bit about the teams and where some of them will be going um, at this point forward. Uh, but to start, we're going to talk about the uh, how the playoffs uh, played out. What did you think, Rob? Did they, did they did everything shake out the way you expected it to? I guess eventually, yeah. Initially, no, because initially I thought the Bulls could have <laughs> would have won the fucking first series. I wasn't expecting them to lose that series. I, I thought, you know, it, it would go maybe five games, but they would, you know, the way they was beating the breaks off of Washington during the season, you know, which I know doesn't usually mean anything, but I figured, man, eh, there's no way they would, you know, they would. Handled them the way they did. Everything else, aside from maybe the Clippers, uh, you thought the Clippers was gonna get uh get OKC? I did, I did. I just, I just I didn't. Well, first I didn't I didn't know about Russ because I didn't know. I mean, he, when the playoffs first started, I mean he was still having some issues with his legs. So like, I, I don't know. I, I thought maybe they would slip up a little bit, but that obviously didn't prove. Um, everything in the in the East pretty much went is about as is expected as it could go. Yeah, the West kind of kind of kind of shook me a little bit. I actually, you know, the West kind of went the way I expected it to go too. I had um I had Portland beating beating Houston. Um, See, I was I was that one. I didn't I didn't know. I, I figured it was gonna be a good series. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't have a. I didn't have a pick on that one though. See, James Harden hadn't been playing well for like the last two or three weeks. The same, like, and and, and um, Damian Lillard had been playing particularly well. I just figured, you know, considering how bad of a defensive team Houston was and um, how many weapons that that Portland had, I just had a feeling that they would that they would uh, they would take him out. Um, I, I, I had, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Clippers are, they're, they're a fine team, but I, I had, I had OKC beating them for the exact reason why they beat them there. I mean, I, I'm starting to think that some of these defensive player, the defensive player and, um, uh, team awards, uh, people are getting them based solely off of their, um, their name at this point or steals or something like that, because, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I have not seen Chris Paul be a good defensive player outside of playing passing lanes in quite some time. Um, I was never convinced that he was a great defensive player. And then, considering whenever whenever he went up against Rose, he would get torched. Get torched. It's like people forget that Derek used to destroy him. I did. and uh, the last time they played, I think Derek went for something like thirty-seven and something twelve like that. or something. It wasn't, it, wasn't, it, wasn't it like a? It was a, 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 like a like a holiday game or something like that. It no, was, that was the, they were on the West Coast road trip and um. Right. But they played. Yeah. They were they were in there. They but were in it, LA. That's what it was. It was the like the circus trip or something like. Yeah, that. Right. they were in LA yeah. and he just went nuts on him. 
Um, and Russell Westbrook did the same thing for, for, for the entirety of that series. He just went completely ape shit all over Chris Paul. Yeah. I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't never been convinced that Chris Paul was some great defensive player. You know, and not saying that anybody was going to stop Russell Westbrook, but I mean, it was it was very very clear that he was doing whatever he wanted. To See, do. the thing the thing is, when 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 stuff like that happens with, against Chris Paul, he usually also plays poorly offensively. Like he's getting torched, but he's not like coming back down and like, all right, I'm gonna respond with this. It's like he's getting torched, and then he's playing bad. He had a pretty good series, except for that that brain fart of that last. Well, I'm, just, I'm just talking about in general, though. I mean, he, I mean, yeah, he had some real good games. He had that one game where he just went nuts. the first game, first game where he hit that like the first game, and he had a six three pointer game or something like that. And then he had the the game five, I think it was game five, where he just had a complete and total meltdown in in that game and gave basically gave the game to OKC. So I, I had a feeling that OKC was gonna was gonna get there. The only thing that kind of, I wasn't really sure if OKC was going to beat um, the Spurs or not because the Spurs, you know, over the last couple of years have just had such a difficult time playing against OKC. They haven't really been able to beat them. But once uh, Serge Ibaka went down with that calf injury or, or whatever it was, I, I really just had a feeling at that point that the Spurs were going to be able to get past them. So I think everything played out. The way that I expected it to, once everything you know settled in, um, Spurs, uh, Spurs, and OKC, and in, in the Western Conference Finals, and um, the Pacers, and um, the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Even though it took the the, the Heat, I mean, the, the Heat didn't really have much of a much of a fucking course through Eastern Conferences. You know what? I, I keep, I keep hearing people, people say that, but I mean, if you if you look at it, the, the Spurs didn't either. They, no, had. They, they had OKC, which is a difficult team. I mean, a team that they couldn't, they could not. I yeah, but, they, they but, whenever, but whenever they won, though, it was usually them blowing them out. Yeah, but when OKC won, they blew them out, too. Yeah, I mean, so, but, so but how many games did they get? Two? OKC? Uh, I thought that, did that go two games? No, yeah, they, they got they two. two. They got so, two. So they, got, so they, got, so they got two games. Any of the other games they won, they they was blowing people out. They they roll wasn't all that 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 hard either. Really. So what you're trying to tell me is you're trying to tell me that Portland was not a better team than New Jersey. What what difference does that make? I'm talking about the the, the, res- the, about the, the result of the games. The yeah, result of the games. The result was them, of the win, but how you blowing get Portland out. Yeah, but but how you get there is different. Every game wasn't a blowout. All of those it games wasn't it? No, every game wasn't a blowout. They blew them out the first two games, and then the other. I think Portland, Portland won one one of those games in Portland, and then they might, yeah, they might have won. And one then I think the last the last two were actually pretty close games. They they blew them out the first uh, two games. Yeah, that they did. I recall I, not even watching some of them games because it was so bad. I didn't watch any of the games after the first round because they were they, none of them was interesting at that point. And that's sad imagine. because that was like one of the most epic first rounds. And then it we, just wasn't. We, we've ever seen. And then it was like it was like D League basketball after that. Yeah, it wasn't really it wasn't really good. Um, then they played. Then they, they they got. I don't remember who who Miami played. Oh, the first the first series they played, they played Charlotte. They played Charlotte. I'm trying to think who uh, who the Spurs played in the first round. That's how bad it is. I can't even remember the shit. Yeah, who the hell did they play? On a blank too. 
nevertheless, I, I think you know that the road that they had to the Eastern Conference Finals wasn't it wasn't the road they were supposed to have. It wasn't supposed to be Charlotte and then New Jersey and then the Pacers. Spurs played Dallas. That was a good series, actually. I think Dallas was that a seven game series or did they go six? That was a seven game series. Yeah, and th- they played Dallas in the first round and. Uh, the Heat played fucking New Orleans. I mean the, the the Hornets, the newly formed Hornets. It's, you know the the road that they took to get there was a little bit more difficult because the Eastern Conference fucking sucks. That's not a, a knock on the Heat, it's a knock on on the Eastern Conference. They they had an easy road to get there because the Eastern Conference fucking sucks. Um, but in the Eastern Conference Finals, they, I mean, it, it became what we all thought it was going to be, even though the Pacers took. The long way, the long way there. They took the scenic route. Yeah, and they, they basically stole the game. They, they, they shouldn't have won, or they shouldn't have won one of the games that they won. They, you know what? The craziest thing about that series is they probably should have won. They lost two games that they should have won because Wait, they you had. Said they, you said they they lost two games that they should have won. Yeah, they had a they had a fifteen point lead going. Oh well, yeah. And to, and I think in both of those games, in games um, in games three, no, they won game. They think they won game three. No, they won the first game, didn't they? They won the first game. They won the first game, and the Heat won game two. And then they won game three, and they had yeah, they won game three, and they had a, a fifteen point lead in game four, and gave it up and let them win. And then, then in game five, they did it again. They had a, a like a, a eight or nine point lead, and um, I think that was the game where they let Ray Allen score fucking sixteen points or whatever he scored in the fourth quarter to win that game, and they just couldn't score. I mean, those guys, man, I just don't. No, and now that we're talking about them, let's just talk about them. What the fuck is up with the Pacers? What is up with the Indiana Pacers? I think Rob may have uh, got cut off. Yeah. I was asking, what the hell is, is up with the Pacers? Man? Like, what what is their problem? Their problem is Roy Hibbert is not an All Star player. Their problem. The problem is. Their problem is. Paul George is is young and he still has a lot a lot to learn as far as being a guy to take over. That's what their problem is because Paul, I don't think um, he was learning about Ray taking Hibbert. over. I don't think he can consistently. I think I think he can. I mean, he, what is he? Twenty three, twenty four. I think the problem with him is that there's an, a, a thing, a part of his game that he has not yet gotten. Like the game that he did take over. He took over that game because he was hitting a bunch of just like crazy ass three pointers and you know step back jump shots and shit like that. But that's not typically how the number one player will take over the game. Like a number one player can take is usually taken over the game by going to the basket, getting fouls, getting into the middle of the lane and things like that. But the fact that he can't really dribble yet, like he's still not good enough <laughs> dribble, like. He never. You ever noticed that that Paul George doesn't ever get to the rim unless it's like a wide open rim. Yeah, no, that's, not, that's not really his game. Is that his he game? can't dribble yet, and that's the problem because he always has to like do a little step back or like a little pull up floater or something like that. But he can't get to the rim yet, 
and he has to take all those wild ass three pointers and, and shit like that. I think that's a big reason uh, why he's in, like that. That's why he can't take over games yet. And also because he's not really a really good passer and he doesn't really play well out of the pick and roll. Um, he doesn't have the ball in his hands as much. He got the ball in the hands of Lance uh, Lance Stevenson. Because Lance is, I mean, he's a really good pick and roll basketball player. But I mean, you don't see Mario Chalmers running the Mario pick and roll. Chalmers. You know what I'm saying? You don't see him running the pick and roll. Whenever I hear that dude's name, I have to do the Stephen A. Smith uh, <laughs> SNL. Mario Chalmers. <laughs> I can't get without do without without saying that. <laughs> but you get my point. Like he's not yeah. running at the end of games. He's not running the pick and roll. But LeBron James has the ball in his hand and he's running the pick and roll like seventy five percent of the time. The other twenty five percent of the time is Dwayne Wade. And it seemed like there was a reciprocal of that with uh, with the Pacers. It was like seventy five percent of the time. Lance uh, Stevenson is running a pick and roll, and Paul George is in a corner somewhere. And, you know, you can't be the guy that takes over games if you're sitting in the corner waiting on somebody to pass you the ball. Which, speaking of, speaking of that, talk about, talk about your boy KD. That's a, that's a problem with them, too. That's a big problem with him. I watched the last game they played, the, what was that, the game six or whatever it was, and at the end of the game, it was the fourth quarter. It has to been like six or seven minutes left. And OKC was going on a run. They was down by like two or three or something like that. And they came down, and the offense wasn't moving. And KD's sitting over there in the corner. And then he got – he then they showed a the, – uh, the broadcast showed a clip of him getting upset over not getting the ball. Are you serious, dog? Come out of the corner and come get the ball then. Like, why are you – don't get, don't get upset. I think that is a big problem with them, but that's philosophically the issue with that team. I think they have to find some way to get Russell Westbrook off of the ball so much. Like when when Russell Westbrook, like I like I I believe that Russell Westbrook is needed. Everybody knows he's a great basketball player. They need him. But when he was not out there, when he was hurt and he wasn't playing. Like, it was a completely different Kevin Durant out there playing basketball. It's like, it's like I, I, I get that. I, I, I know exactly what you mean. I'm, I'm on board with everybody saying Scott Brooks is probably high I'm not even talking about him. But, but, yeah, but, 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 yeah, but, I mean, if, if you're talking about philosophically, then, I mean, he's, he's a part of that, that philosophy. So he, he, he has to go. Yeah. Unless, he, unless he's going to somehow change his philosophy. Or, he's, not. You know, he's not going and, to change and, and he's not. He's so, still playing Kendrick Perkins. He's never going to change philosophy. <laughs> which is ridiculous. And you, know he, how much I, you know how much I can't stand that guy. <laughs> he still plays him and thinks that he has a role on that team. I mean, I think they're probably going to amnesty him this uh, this offseason. But that that's a philosophical issue. Because when, when Russell Westbrook wasn't out there, Kevin Durant primarily ran that offense. And they looked really, really good. And they also looked good with Russell Westbrook. But Kevin Durant didn't look like the same basketball player. And you need for him to be the guy because in the regular season, he was the best basketball player in the world. And, I mean, that's just the way that it was. But when Russell Westbrook came back, he looked like the Kevin Durant that was Kevin Durant from two years ago or last year. And that's not the Kevin Durant that's going to win for them. He has to be assertive. He has to be the guy with, with, with the ball in his hands. And I don't know if maybe 
I mean, I I, I think that him and, and and Kate and him and Russ can get it done together. But maybe if if they they got rid of Russ or or something like that for pieces, uh, either either, either that or if KB finally goes to Russ and stop stops calling him, talking about how much everybody else you know thinks of you this way. When I think you know you this that and the third. You know no, I no, I, I don't care. I I know why he does it, but he shouldn't have. Like I get what you're doing, and you hyping your man up, and you giving him props, and you. I don't think it's that. I think the I think the Russell Westbrook is emotionally unstable. But that's what I mean, though. That's what that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean by him doing that. He was like, you know, I said hyping him up, giving him props, and trying to, trying to, you know, give him confidence and, and to keep doing what he's doing. But no, no, KD, he don't need to keep doing what he's doing. Y'all not winning with the way he playing. It's not. It's not. It can't work. Maybe that's what it, it doesn't come down to KD doing that. Maybe that's a coach's job. No, Maybe that is the no, coach's job. That I is. I won't. I won't. I won't. It, it is. It's part. It, but it's, it's no, half it's, and it's half. the coach's job to say that we're running this particular offense and this is what we're going to do. Scott Brooks' offense is to have the ball and Russell Westbrook's hands primarily. Just like when they had uh, James Harden, when he came into the game, the, the offense was to have the ball in James Harden's hands primarily. And it was be- it worked better that way because James Harden was more of a facilitator when he played with OKC, more so than Russell Westbrook is. That's a philosophical thing. Yeah, KD should go up to him and tell him, we need you to play this way. But if the coach is out there saying, this is the way we're going to play, it doesn't matter what KD but, but the thing, But the thing is, if, if Scott Brooks is, is you know doing what everybody's saying he's doing, and he's not running like sets. He doesn't. So 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 then what difference does it make then? Because if they're not if they're not if they're not running sets, then 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 why then why does he have to go up to him and say, hey, you know, we because run this they're way. not they're because they don't run sets. They just run pick and roll and they and they play. Yeah. They have they have options off of that. So one person is either running the pick and roll or it's the other, and that's that's not good for Kevin Durant either. Because if you have Russell Westbrook winning all these pick and rolls, then you still have Kevin Durant sitting in the corner at times. Because what is what else is he gonna do off of a pick and roll? He could either stand in the corner and wait for some wait for the pass or cut to the rim. And neither one of those are good options for a guy as talented as he is. He needs to have the ball in his hand primarily. That's how, like that's just the way it needs to be. He either needs to be in the high post where he could get a shot over the over his man, or he needs to be in the pick and roll, you know, sixty, maybe seventy percent of the time, and maybe the other thirty percent of the time is Russell Westbrook instead of them cutting it down the middle. That's the problem. Like I, I wish that they would like hire George Carl or something like that. I, I wish to God they would fire him and hire George Carl because he could get their offense running the way that that offense needs to be ran. It would be perfect. He would be a perfect candidate to get that offense run the way that it's supposed to run. They need to do something because I mean, as, as much as as much as I like Katie. By that same token, though, I'm, I also hear a lot, a lot of excuses and calling for him. And he didn't I, play well. And I just, I don't, you know, I, I, I know that their offense isn't this and isn't that. I get that. You know, I, I watched the game. I saw what their offense was doing, but a, a lot of those, a lot of those opportunities was, was solely on him just not getting it done. Yeah, the whole team. Nobody on that team got it done. He's in the same position that LeBron was. In his seventh year, it's the same situation. It's just whether or not they're going to be able to either put a team around him that's um, that that highlights only, his the talents. Only, the only the only difference is in the position that he's in in his seventh year, in the position that LeBron 
was in his seventh year. There's not there's not as much criticism. No, because LeBron was the straight out of high school number one pick in the draft, and with that, he I mean he had a bunch of nobody knew who Kevin Durant was coming out of out of high school. <laughs> but we we all knew who he was coming out of Texas. Yeah, but everybody knew who LeBron was coming out of high school. Like that's different. You know, a lot of guys coming but, uh, out of but, college. But we're, but we're talking about in his seventh year, though. Yeah, I know. It's so, not, he's not. Nobody's going to have as much criticism as LeBron. This is never going to happen. It's never going to happen. It doesn't matter if he gets twenty-two more MVPs. He'll never have as much as much weight on him as LeBron does. And, and for people to expect for him to is crazy. LeBron is LeBron. There's not going to be another person that has that much criticism or that much expectations of him. This is not. Nobody is going to, unless somebody else, unless they get rid of this uh, age restriction and we have another guy come directly out of high school and perform the way that he did. Nobody else will I don't have know, I, don't, I don't know if it has to be the age restriction thing. I don't know if it has to be that. If you get some guy that comes in, even into college in his first year and, and you know, lights the world on fire, I think it could, it could be the same thing. I mean, that's what KD did. He came in in college and lit the world on fire. And when he came out of college, he didn't. He still didn't have the expectations that LeBron did coming out of high school. But did, 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 did KD even go first? He went second. He, he would even go first. He went second because it was it was Greg Oden or oh, yeah. Kevin Durant, and they picked they picked Greg Oden. I mean, but how could you go wrong picking Greg Oden? And even Greg Oden didn't have the expectations coming out of college as LeBron did. You know? Did 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 they, did they win the championship? Uh, they lost to um they lost to um to Joe Kim. And uh, yes, I mean I, I wouldn't say that he would. Because I mean, even even Odom on his team wasn't like yeah, he was. He made nah, those. I mean, but 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 they was talking about that that starting five being like um, among some of the best starting fives. Who in, in the league? Who in the league besides uh, Greg Oden? I'm not talking. Right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about who's in the league now. I'm talking about that at that, that particular time. That starting five was being you know named amongst the the, the some of the best yeah. starting five. But so, they were being so named saying, amongst that because Greg Oden was the centerpiece. Let's not sure, forget sure, that. Sure, he of That's course he was. Of course, it wasn't was. like it was a Fab Five thing where you got Jalen Rose. And yes, it was. No, yes, it was. Those guys were not they, they was, they was no. Getting, no, they, no, they wasn't as good. But I'm saying yeah. that they was be, they was being mentioned amongst them though. Yeah, and that's stupid because they shouldn't have been. Hey, 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 hey they weren't even. They weren't better than the team that beat them. My, my argument ain't ain't, ain't for who. And the only reason why that game was close in the national championship is because Greg Oden was, was hurt. Destroying, no, he was playing. He but he was hurt. He was playing with his left hand and destroying Joe Kim, destroying Al Horford, and damn near beat Florida by himself. That's why they almost. That's why they were insane. I get that. I'm just saying he, he was. It, it wasn't. It wasn't just like it was. It was Greg Oden's team, and you know Greg Oden with a bunch of bums. It was. It wasn't that. It was Greg it Oden. It, it wasn't playing, that. playing with a, a pretty, you know, a highly touted freshman five. Yeah, but everybody knew that of all the highly touted ones, the other guys were in nowhere near in the same league as Greg Oden. Because the of only course. one that would have been able to come out of high school directly into the NBA. Was Greg Oden, and the only reason why he went to college is because he had no other choice. Those other guys didn't have any other choice but to go to college. Hey, <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm, I, hey, I, I get that. I'm just saying it wasn't just it, it, it wasn't just Greg Oden with some bums, though. No, nah, it's but it's never it's never like that. It's it's never it like that with, with good teams. If you're talking about cast that's highly touted, you know, with that kind of pressure, 
it has to be that kind of guy. And Greg Oden wasn't that. He wasn't that guy that was like carrying a team by itself. No, he, because he's the offense wasn't his thing. But he kept like he people were yeah, talking defense, about Greg, yeah. yeah talking about Greg Oden like in the in the same conversation as Bill Russell. I remember. So, so yeah, it's not about the guys being bombs. It's about how great he was for that team. That team would I, I put it to you like this: no national championship game, no Big Ten title. If Greg Oden is isn't playing. Of course not. See, you you making it seem like I'm saying, you know, he he was uh, you know, just a so part saying, of it. I'm saying, I'm saying that I'm team saying. wouldn't have been good. Without him. They, would, they wouldn't have been good without him? They wouldn't have been good. Didn't he miss a bunch of games? Been, they would have just been okay. Didn't, they, didn't, they, didn't he miss a bunch of games due to injury? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how many games he, he missed. Games he missed he a missed. bunch of games. Some, but I know who it was. Some cat came in and played pretty damn well for him. Yeah, they had a, he, he missed a, he missed some games. But when he, he came back, he was still coming back, and he played with with his offhand, and still was averaging double. Hey, I'm not, hey, I'm, angry not, at I'm, defense. not I'm not denying what he was doing. I'm just saying, I don't think they would they wouldn't have been as they wouldn't have been good. I think they, they wouldn't I think have they won, they won the Big Ten. Well, no, I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know. About I think that. they. I don't know about that. I'll, I'll look at that. Who who, who 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 in the Big Ten at that time was? Was Michigan. Well, Michigan. Michigan State's always there. Michigan's always I, I, around. I, I, that, at, that, around that time, who else was was what you could say? Oh man, no, nah, they wouldn't beat this team. I think Michigan at the time was still going through coaching changes, right? I don't know Michigan. what Michigan was doing. They, they were still. Did, they, 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 they just still, got good. Yeah, because they they were still looking for coaching at that time. If I recall, and we we know it wasn't U of I. Wisconsin could have might have been. Wisconsin's all right. Been. Yeah, they might have been all right. But I think they, I think they still would have won the Big Ten. No, oh, he played, he played all thirty-two games. Something about that don't sound right. He played the thirty-two games, twenty-eight minutes a game, and he averaged twenty-one. Oh my God, twenty-one points and thirteen rebounds a game. I remember that dude being out. Misses some games. This is right up right up to the draft. That was the, that was the big thing that he was you know coming off injury. Let's see. Nope, they got him thirty two games, and I don't know what this. This must be the uh, oh, this is per forty. So his regular totals, he averaged uh, nine rebounds and sixteen points on sixty two percent shooting, and it says thirty two games. Hmm. He may have just, but I, I guess he broke his hand, and that's what the whole thing was. Yeah, I, know, I, knew, I, knew, I knew it was something. He, he got hurt or so it was something to yeah, it. He, he got broke hurt. his hand. But nevertheless, there'll never be another person with the with – the, uh, I guess my whole person. point was I, I feel like you, you could get somebody that, you know, out of college, you know, if, it, if it's, you know, big name enough or takes him to a national championship and he's carrying a team. I ain't going to say was, I ain't gonna That say was Carmelo, that. though. And even and even he wasn't as hyped as uh as LeBron. He went he went to college, won a national championship, and came see, out and well we'll see because he he came out with LeBron though. Yeah, and Darko Milicic, it was picked third. Hey, when you come out when you come out and fizzle out in your first month, <laughs> the pressure's off. When you come out and you you don't live up to your name in your first month of being in the NBA, it's a wrap. Who are you talking about, Darko? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, everybody, right? he was fucking trash. I'm just talking <laughs> about, you know, we had we had the person that you're talking about, a guy who he was a big name going into college. He went to college, won a national championship, and you think that that would be like some sort of a conversation? Who's going to go first, LeBron or Melo? And it was never even fucking consideration. It was LeBron's going first, and everybody else would fall in line after that. But it was just like LeBron was just like this is like a shooting star. You, you, it's very, very rare that you get to see those, you know, in your lifetime. So it's going to be difficult. Maybe somebody else will come out with that type somebody, of somebody else but will. I just because don't because see it because, because, because you know what's going you know what's going to happen once LeBron is is done playing, we're going to search for that next guy and we're going to do it. We're going to hype him up and we're going we're going to prompt him up. As soon as LeBron's the done playing, is, or, or once he gets to the end of his career, because we, I mean, we, we, we did it with Kobe. It's not just that, no, not even Kobe was pumped up like that, because Kobe was a 14th pick. It's not just that LeBron had the expectations. That That's not the only, like, the fact that he lived up to them and exceeded them. Like, even his first game, he came out and exceeded all expectations. Even that first game, 21 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, or whatever the hell he had against Sacramento. Like, it was the fact that he went out there and, and outplayed the expectations. And that's what brought on all of the, the pressure was the fact that, okay, not only did this dude come out of high school, he could play. This isn't like some sort of a project where we have to wait on. Like, we could heap pressure onto him right now. It's not a lot of guys that can come directly out of high school and do what he did. Like that's what makes that like that's a special thing about him. That's what that's where the pressure came from. Not only did he get the, the awards and the adulation and the money, he also had the skill to back it up. Um we did we didn't talk enough about, about the paces though. We we, we did we, we kinda we segued directly into uh into into uh, the thunder into the thunder. And I think, I mean, the moral of that story is, uh, of course, Kevin Durant still has some growing to do as a basketball player. I mean, this is seventh year in the league. At, you know, who didn't at this point? Um, so, they got some issues that they need to work so, out what's with. What's going to happen with your boy? Who? Lance. Man, I, I, I mean, you, you hear the Pacers front office saying, like, all the right things, you know, like uh, – you don't let a guy like that with talent get away yeah, or whatever. Larry Burns said that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't get I don't know either. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, you know, I just got to, you know, turn my mouth up like, yeah, right. You, yeah. you, 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 don't, you don't really believe that. At all. Do you, do, you, do you really honestly think that about this, this cat with all the craziness that was going on? I mean, oh, okay. Let, let's be serious. All right. First of all, I've been saying I don't want Lance, uh, Lance Stevenson on the Chicago Bulls for quite some time now. Even when it was this whole thing about we should go get Lance Stevenson, I've always felt that Lance was the type of guy that if you gave him money, he was going to um, he, he he would just fuck up. I've always felt that about Lance. That's just the way that I feel. But I mean, the stuff that he was doing in the in the final in the conference finals, none of it was particularly bad. You know what I'm saying? Until he, you know, he blew the blew in his face. That right there, and blowing, was, blowing, blowing in his face was a little secondary to me to putting your hand in his face. Yeah, I forgot that even that. I forgot that he slapped him in the face too. Yeah, that, that that was the one that did it for me. The blowing, I just thought was just weird. I was like, this dude is just yeah, that's he's really weird. weird. It's just that's, weird. Like like blowing in my ear. Like, am I gonna play bad because you just blew in my ear now? Are you am, are you really psyching me out because well, you just blew in my ear? The next game, LeBron didn't. 
that's neither here nor there because that wasn't even on him. That was on him. That's on, that's on the cats and the stripes. Hey, but, you gotta call the fouls they see, man. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. But the hey, that, whole the, putting the, the hand in the no, face was the was the thing. have no reason to call fouls on LeBron. I mean, he he's the reason that that's what they want to see. They want to see LeBron playing because it, without though without him out there, the games are fucking boring and stupid. That that was one of the worst conference finals I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was boring and ridiculous, and I don't want to see it again. I I, I don't ever want to see that again. Uh, like when they, show, they showed your boy Lance basically getting shot by that sniper <laughs> when uh, I don't know who it was bringing the ball down. LeBron, it, it, I think. LeBron, because he was trying to get that extra foul to get a foul. Yeah. Out. <laughs> he got shot by a sniper. And I'm just like, what the hell is, what the hell is Lance doing? Know, man? They out there flopping around. What, what is this? And the thing about Lance is like, like the good Lance, bad Lance thing. Like I understand it. Lance is very, very talented. But man, like it's fascinating how how selfish he is, man. Like yeah, I don't want any down the boys. I'm sorry. I, you, you can't you can't convince me that you know that's the guy. That's 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 the guy. Yeah. And one on one, and you know. Just possessions where nobody else, like that's the problem. Like the problem with the Pacers, like like I said, and you want Paul George to be like, and, I don't, and you want Paul George to have the ball in his hand, but you know, like that's a coaching thing. As well as Paul George not being capable enough, I guess in their eyes to to run the plays that they want. But man, once you see Lance Stevenson is out there just like freelancing, no pun intended, doing whatever the hell he wants to do. He's the only person that has the ball. He's shooting crazy ass jump shots and step backs. And you're like, man, pass the fucking ball, Lance. <laughs> sitting there dribbling the ball for 22 seconds and jacking up a dumbass shot. Yeah, I, I, and there's no way you can have that kind of stuff with Tibbs. Nope. He won't play it. Sit your ass down and you won't play. Ask Marco you, Bellinelli. You, you bring your ass down there and you, you just chucking it up and not running the offense. You can see your way to the bench in the fourth quarter. Ask Nate. Ask Carlos Boozer. It took Nate, it took Nate and uh, Marco Bellinelli almost an entire year. Yeah. <laughs> before it took, it took it took Nate until Tibbs didn't have no damn body else. Yeah. Tibbs didn't have he didn't have any other choices. Like, well, you know, this is the guy that's going to get it done, and so whatever. But even uh, towards the middle of the year, even still, he was still not playing Nate. He still wasn't playing him because Nate ass wasn't trying on defense. And he was doing way too much. I'm just dribbling the ball, and I'm just going to beat Nate. You know, once Nate at least acquiesced a little bit, you know, Tibbs, like, rain, like let go of the reins a little bit. Like, I'll give you some, you know, some leeway if you at least attempt to do the things that I'm asking you to do. And, like, I love Lance, like, when he's out there playing. And, he, like, that one game where he was just – he literally destroyed LeBron one game. I don't remember which game it was. Like, he destroyed LeBron – he absolutely washed Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade couldn't do anything with him. And like I love when he's playing like that. You know, he mm -hmm. has a little bit of bounce to his step. He's making the right passes. He's playing defense. He's rebounding. He's scoring the basketball. He's playing under control. But the problem is that the, it's like so few and far between where Lance Stevenson is actually playing under control that you know I just can't. I just wouldn't want him on the Bulls, man. And I and I don't know if the Pacers are gonna want him back. The problem is they don't have any choice but to keep him. You think so? Like who else? I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they, 
So I guess the, then the next question be, be, becomes, what, what, you know, what kind of money does he get? That's the what, thing. What do they pay him now? He's probably going to get like $10 million a year, man. That's about what I was thinking, 8 to 10. And that's a good number. I mean, I don't know how much more money he's thinking he's going to get, but I think $10 million a year is a good number to make. Um, maybe a little bit more depending on like what the market uh, shows. Like if somebody like Kyle Lowry gets like $10 million a year, then, then Lance Stevenson probably gets a little bit more. Even though I really like Kyle Lowry. I'll say, wait, I'll say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who, I you, really take, like who, who you taking, Lowry or Lance? It it depends on what type of on your team on your, on your team yeah, you already got. Like if it's the Bulls, I would probably like if I had you no would need them. Yeah, I wouldn't need them, and I would take Lance because we need a big shooting guard, right? You know, to play alongside Derek. So Derek isn't guarding two guards. You know what I'm saying? But um, I like Kyle Lowry. Uh, but if he gets ten, Lance probably gets a little bit more based on the fact that he's bigger. He's I mean he's a bigger guard. So bigger guards usually get more money than short. Stocky dudes, right? But um, and and Hibbert is just he yeah, Hibbert is awful. He's but soft, he's, man. He's like a, he's like a, he's a, he's a he's a big power goo. He's a seven foot power goo. And I think Miami came in with a game plan against Hibbert um, from the start that they weren't going to take the ball directly into the paint. They were going to stop short do little floaters and, you know, pull up jump shots to nullify. That or, or, yeah, or, or pull them away from the basket. Yeah, or they were put. But that's Vogel's, that's Vogel's uh, stupid decisions. Putting them on, um, putting them on Chris Bosh was a terrible decision from the beginning. Like, if, if they're going to do that and Hibbert isn't scoring baskets and, and getting rebounds, then you put, you put Mahimi in because he can actually rotate quickly enough to get back to a Rashard Lewis or a Chris Bosch to prevent them from hitting three pointers. Like I think Vogel Vogel was exposed in that um in that in that series. He was completely out coached by uh, Eric Spoelstra. Um he didn't push any of the buttons that needed to be pushed. He didn't make any of the adjustments that needed to be made. I don't know why he didn't play Scola more. I mean, when it was clear that they needed points and he just refused right. to play Scola. Like your defense isn't getting it done anyway. So what like what is Scola being out on the floor going to hurt? But when you need somebody to score a basket, he's somebody who can score a basket. He just didn't play him. Sounds um, familiar. sounds familiar. Yeah, sounds like Thibs. <laughs> sounds real familiar. But the, I think uh, the the difference between those two is he has somebody who's a proven scorer oh, yeah, I mean, that's in the, the league. He has somebody that's been around for a while. Yeah, you're asking him to put Carlos Boozer back in, and he's proven that he can't score. He can't score anymore. Hey, he's not a scorer anymore. This my, is my, my, yeah, my thing is, you know, try something. <laughs> that's that's just it. I just, I just wish. But I just wish. I mean, I understand that. I just don't think the Bulls. I mean, we had fucking. I mean, we're still playing Nazi Muhammad. Now. Yeah. We, we we still got Nazi Muhammad on our uh, on our roster. Which still kind of hurts to to see that we we could have had uh, could have had Jane. And that, that's that's who I wanted. It's who I, I thought they, the Wolves was gonna pick up, and then they just let him go, and instead picked up uh, Snell, who, who could who could he. Who could eventually be something, I guess, I suppose. He needs to, he needs to put on another uh, 15, 20 pounds a month. 20 pounds at least. And they need to put his ass, like, just don't shoot. Don't do nothing 
shoot NBA three pointers all fucking year. Corner three pointers, mid range, uh, I mean angle, uh, elbow three pointers, and corner three pointers, and top of the key. Because he missed a whole bunch of top of the key and corner three pointers. It was like I thought you were supposed to be a guy who could fucking shoot. And I mean, you'd be a shooter. <laughs> you were, you were not. You were the opposite of that. You were the opposite of a shooter. So, um, yeah, I, I would like for them to. Uh, I, I'd like for them to have a better roster. Even if they don't get Kevin Love or 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 Carmelo, if it's just like the only thing they get is like a, I don't know, like a like a Trevor Ariza, and then they bring Miritich over, and they have those two draft picks. Like that would be fine. For me. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If that's what they if that's what they have to do, if that's as the only thing they, they can do. As long as they have guys like. You, you can't have these seven man rotations. Like I just can't you, you can't you can't win in the NBA with that when you only playing seven guys. And but and the, yeah, and you have to at least give your coach people that he believes in. Right. Like like you're giving him guys that he doesn't necessarily believe in. And that's not going to work anymore. Especially if you're putting you know, you're putting all your faith in Derrick Rose being the guy that's gonna take you to where you need to be. You need to put your coach in a position to succeed, and I don't think they've necessarily done that with uh, Thibs in the last, in the past years. They haven't put him in a position to succeed. Like like he puts the players in a position to succeed. Why don't the front office do the same for him? So speaking of that, what what ends up happening this summer? Do does, does, does we do we end up getting love or do we end up getting mellow? Or I do don't, we end up getting, getting neither? I think. I think there's a good chance they can get Carmelo. Because I don't think... Huh? I said that's my whole thought. I don't think they have a chance in hell of getting um, of getting uh, Kevin Love. Because Minnesota wants uh, they want a good young player in return, like a cornerstone piece in return. Or at least a starter. And they want high draft picks. Which the Bulls have none of, right? Unless with their, unless the Bulls are able to turn the 16 and the 19 pick, whatever the other guy, turn those two picks, and 19. turn those two picks and like somebody else into like, like that Orlando pick, and then you can package that Orlando pick and like Miritich and um, like some other you know throw-in pieces. Maybe it, maybe Taj, maybe Jimmy, depending on which one of the uh, which one they want. And that's still, and like you said, that still don't sound like enough. It's not, probably not not, not. not not for what Minnesota's gonna want. Yeah, but the thing with the with Minnesota is like, who are they gonna get a better package from? Let's say the Bulls are able to get that that eight that eight pick from Orlando, and everybody has Miritich slotted as like a num like the fifth pick in the draft this year. So you're telling me they get a they get a fifth round a fifth uh a fifth selection lottery pick in Miritich. You get the eighth pick and then you get uh you get I don't know, doesn't say Taj, you get Taj too. So you those are uh, you got other guys that are just trying to give them like like let's take the Celtics for example. They're gonna try to give them their pick, which I think is like sixth or something. And something like that, yeah. Like Jared Sullinger and <laughs> you, know, you, you you see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with it? It's not like every like other teams have like these knockout packages to offer them where it's like well the Bulls package is a trash. I just don't see I, I just don't see uh it doesn't seem like he wants to come to Chicago. You don't think so? Wasn't that one of the, wasn't that one of the places that he named? But he named like every team in the NBA. 
He named like every team in the NBA. I thought he named the Warriors and the Bulls. It was Warriors, Bulls. Now he's intrigued by Boston. Um, he could go to Houston. He could go to, but he prefers Golden State. He would love to go to LA. I mean, this dude is like he just wants to get out of Minnesota. Yeah, that's all. That's what that's all this is about. And I, I I don't want. I mean, I would love to have Kevin Love. You know, he's young. The only thing is, you get Kevin Love on the Chicago Bulls, and I still feel like we're in the same position as we always been. And it's it's funny you bring it up because I asked my brother-in-law this the same question the other day. I said, you know, who who would you want <clears throat> on the Bulls? And he was like. He said Kevin Love, and and he followed that up by saying it's not even close. I, said, I hate that not, it's not even. I said, close. well, why is it not even close? And I think he mentioned that he was younger, and um, something else he mentioned. I'm not sure, but but as soon as he said that, I said the same thing you said. I said, but then you get him, and you're in the same boat. You don't have anybody that can that can. Create their own the ball, create, create, their, own create shot, their own shot. Take pressure off of Derrick Rose on the perimeter. Yeah, you, got some, you got somebody that's waiting for the ball again. Somebody's waiting for the ball. And he may hit a couple of those shots, yeah, but, but don't come off of him. Like we're just okay, we're going to double team Derrick Rose yeah. and leave Jimmy Butler open and, and not leave uh we're gonna, and not leave Kevin Love. Yeah, no, I I'd rather have somebody that got that can handle the ball. Shoot. That's, that's, that's shooting and creating. Create his own shot. Can play a little bit of defense when he's, you know, egged on to do it. You know, things like that. I know I know Melo is 30, but, I mean, this is actually his prime. He, he actually should have about three or four him, more years. Or five being, more years him, being, him being 30 don't scare me at all. So, no, so, really. so, so you get Kevin Love and you get more mediocre years. <laughs> so so I, I, what about just going with somebody that can give you some excellent years and not somebody that can get you, you know, some more struggling years. All right, so he's putting up numbers and stats, but does Kevin Love make you win a championship? I don't, I don't think Kevin Love alone is enough to, to make even – even with Derek at his most powerful, I don't think Kevin Love alone is enough to, to push the push – I think, I think, I think Derek, Derek needs a wing guy. Yeah. He needs somebody, somebody on the wing. He needs somebody who can come down and this is like, okay – Defense like Derrick Rose has scored like his last six or seven uh, times down the court, and the team, the team defense is focused on Derrick Rose. He needs somebody that he can say, "Here, you go get a shot," or you, you take you the ball. And you can't do that with Kevin Love because he's not he's not going to dribble the ball and take it to the cup. I mean, that's why it's close. <laughs> I hate the it's not even close scenarios that people throw out there for like all kinds of shit. It's not even close. Like it's very close. Like. The reasons that you that you picked Kevin Love are the exact reasons why your brother-in-law said you were picking. He's younger. He can shoot the three-pointer. He can rebound, score the basketball. He has a very high IQ. But, you know, he's not a really good defensive player. Um, he can't create his own shot. He, he's not a good post-up guy to be a power forward. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, those are things that the Bulls would actually need from a power forward. That's, that's what they that, that's what they need. They, they they need somebody that can that can put his back to the basket and, and, go, and go get a bucket. And that's not that's not him. That's why I think the I don't even think the Bulls are trying to get Kevin Love. To be honest with you. you don't think so? Yeah, because they, they told Taj they, 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 they told Taj should prepare like he's going to be the starter this year. I think did, 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 did you hear what Taj said right after that news came down? What? He said that nobody fucking tell me shit. He said that's why I hate. The, he said that's why I hate the fucking media. He was like nobody told me shit. 
He just, I just read a quote from him um, where he said he, they did tell him that. Yeah. It, no, it, no, 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 they didn't tell him that in those exact words. Right. They told him to prepare as though but be the starting point. But when that, when that news came down, that's the way it was interpreted, though. And then Taj came. And then once you know, once people heard that and it came out, Taj came out. You know, like ten minutes after that, going, wait a minute, nobody told me shit. He's like, oh. so this is why he said, this is why I don't talk to the media. Yeah, well, I I have a feeling that they told him something. Yeah, I mean, they told him something. I mean, because because everybody knows that something's about to happen with Carlos Boozer. So of course they told him something. So I don't. I think that the I think the Bulls' main objective is getting. Um, getting mellow, and I think there's a there's a chance they could get mellow and Miritich, depending on the way that that they get mellow. Because I've been reading a bunch of stuff about how much money that Miritich is making over there and um in Europe, and it's not nearly as much money as, as people have led us to believe. I think dude is only make, making like 1.3 million uh dollars per year over there. So <laughs> no matter what. When he comes over to the United States, he's going to be making more money than he's making in Europe. Right. So, and about what he's demanding to be over here, though, also. No, no, it's the buyout. This is the bull. It's the whole buyout thing. He wants to be here, but he doesn't. I think it's the buyout. But if he's willing to take that mid-level exception and pay, and the Bulls pay, I think the buyout was like two point four million or something like that, and the Bulls can only pay six hundred k of it. He would have to pay the rest. But I think they could offer him like their mid level exception at like three point two or four or something like that. But they don't use or all of it, which is I think like five point two or five point four. And then he could spend the money to, to on the um the rest of the money of the two point four, which is like one point eight. He could spend the rest of the one point eight on the buyout and still make more money than he made here. So I, I think there's a good chance that they're gonna get mirrored at you. If, Everything the people that I've heard recently about his uh, salary in Europe is correct. I think there's a good chance they they get Miritich over here this year, and if they get you know they get um, Melo and Miritich, then you have a starting lineup. Depending on how it works out, uh, Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler, Taj Gibson, Joe Kim Noah, Carmelo Anthony. I think that's a damn good starting lineup. You got a bench of Miritich, uh, Greg Smith. Tony Snell, Mike Dunleavy, depending on you know what happens if it's like a trade or he comes over in free agency or you know, sign a trade or sign extension, he doesn't have to give up that much. But yeah, I mean anything can happen. You know, I, I think I think the Bulls have just as good a chance of picking up Carmelo Anthony as anybody else. I think um, Steve Kerr uh, picking. Picking the um, Golden State, State over the Knicks, um, maybe yeah. put Carmelo like maybe put one of his feet out the door because you know, you know, you have Phil telling them that Steve Kerr is going to be a coach, right? And you find out Steve Kerr is the coach. It's like, well, we're still in the same position we've always been. We're not. We don't have any direction. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you just got to wait and see, man. You got to play it out. Carmelo is definitely uh, playing A though. For for me it is years too because I don't like I said I don't see love being the guy that puts you over the hump. He's not going to be. It would have to be love and somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's no way that they can get love and someone else. They need a perimeter player. Like that's like that's the main thing. Has to be, they need, has they need to, a perimeter have to, player. Have to. 
Some I mean, some, unless, some length, some size. Unless they both come to Chicago. Hey, let's, let's, let's do it. Not one, not two, not three. <laughs> you saw that thing that uh that posted I put up uh from Doug. I think it was Doug Thonis that uh, he 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 proposed a situation where the Bulls could get both of them. No, I didn't see that. It was like uh so the Bulls trade Miritich. Um, I think it was Miritich in the 16th pick and something else to Minnesota for Kevin Love, and they trade the uh, 19th pick, Carlos Booz's uh, expiring contract, and maybe like Taj Gibson or something like that to New York, and bring uh, and get Melo, and then you have Melo signed for less than the max, uh, then you can sign Kevin Love to the max. And you get you bring both of them over. Like obviously that's just not going to happen. But it's always good to uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to, to sit around and talk about stuff like that. Um, I can pipe dream having love and mellow on your team at the same time. There's more likely a chance that we're going to get neither one of them. <laughs> yeah. Chicago Bulls yeah. fans are gonna go nuts. Yeah. Um, Cheap ass fucking bulls, like like the bulls, <laughs> like, like the bulls organizations out there telling we'll, guys. We'll, we'll spend money on nobody. Yeah, we're spending no money. Like they're telling guys not to come to Chicago. We get they're like they're maneuvering and making all these moves to have money so they can not spend it. But, uh, I guess uh, the last thing we'll talk about. We got into that Bulls talking and talked for a minute. And, uh, the finals. So a rematch of last year's finals. Who you got? There's no way he can beat them again. <laughs> really? No way? No nope. way. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say no. I mean, well, maybe not no way, but I, I, I feel like this, this Spurs team is just much deeper than the Heat. Than the heat. They, they, got, they got so many guys that come off on a nightly basis. And get hot and beat you. Danny Green you can shoot from all over the place. The, the, the Heat are—they're they're missing the guys that helped them beat them last year. They, they, they're missing Mike uh, Mike Miller. They got Rashard Lewis. Yeah, he, it, it seems like in the past, like he, he just started it too. Right? Like he was like absent all year, and all of a sudden this last series, you know, he's playing out of his mind. If he can keep that up. And replace the the shots that he was getting from Mike Miller and and Battier is, is he got his he got one foot out the door because he's ready to go to like ESPN or whatever next year. Um, he got one foot out the door, so he's not playing the way he was playing last year. You know, it is is another year for uh, Leonard going to help him? You know, keep Le- LeBron at bay again like he was doing last year at certain points. LeBron's going to get his, but he had certain times when. When Leonard was 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 giving him a, a real issue, so I don't know. I'm you know I'm no Heat fan. I I like LeBron, so I'm rooting for the Heat, but I don't I don't I I really don't see them beating them again. I feel like the the Spurs have already they've been planning on this man, and and, and they're hungry for this because they want to beat them really bad. It also depends on whether or not, but they say he's gonna play and he's gonna be fine, but you know it's still an issue the ankle on Tony Parker. Yeah, it seems like it's a it's an issue, but you know how how the Spurs do. Now. You know, you can never tell if it's a big issue, if it's a little issue. Yeah. If Pop was just out there, like, okay, we got Game Seven at, at home, I'll just keep you out, so that you don't, you know, 
You can never right. tell. You can just never tell. Or, or he just felt like, we'll just shoot God. I feel maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, nah, but, but just watching him run, even, you can't you can't fake that stuff. Yeah, it's real nice rest. Uh, yeah. Time that, that's, you know, that's true, too. I just, you know. As much stimulation and. and Illegal, have, sh illegal shots and everything. Yeah. As you could possibly get done. And cause when, when did they last play? Uh, he didn't even really play. Saturday. Right? When he played the first first half. How many minutes did he play though? Because he came out before the first half was over. He probably played like 15 know. goddamn. No, nah, maybe 15 minutes in that first half. So. You recall that, that was what that was what Saturday, Friday or Saturday? Friday or Saturday. So he had a he's got a nice uh, long. Time off, and they are. Which is, another, which is another thing with the NBA. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Just get the damn games going, man. The, the, NA, the NHL was going to have their the NHL finals was going to start tomorrow, Wednesday, and Game Seven for the the Blackhawks was what Sunday. Mm -hmm. So the the NBA ended on Saturday, Friday or, or Saturday. Their game, their game was their game was already they had already planned it. It was already scheduled for Thursday before the game was over. What they announced it said the game is start you know it starts Thursday. So like, just start the games up, dog. Why are we waiting so long? I have to check and see if there was like some sort of a like a previous engagement for the San Antonio for that uh you know something concert or something that they, uh, they, they were already. You know, Holding to look, look. If they can boo Miley Cyrus from the, the Washington Wizards Stadium for their game, whatever the Spurs had going on, they could boot their ass too. They, 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 they do. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, yeah. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was she, Drake. She, she, she's, maybe she's, it was Jay. Maybe it was Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can see them not getting booed if it was something like Beyonce, maybe. But Miley can get booted, anybody can get booted. Yeah, Miley, Miley booting her damn self for all this shit. Was it, no, 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 no. You know what? I take that back. It wasn't Miley. It was uh, what's the weird, the weird girl, the weird chick. Oh, uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah, the one that wears, wears me costumes and shit like that. <laughs> her ass, Lady Gaga, one of the biggest pop stars. I thought, I thought she uh, she acquiesced though. But still, still. But, but, but don't she? But wouldn't they have to say, okay, we we can do that? Instead of you just uh, instead of just getting booted, you have to. Well, who, well, who who can say that? Like the the artist has to be like, okay, that's cool. If I'm an artist, if I got the chance to tell the NBA to kiss my ass, I'm gonna tell the NBA to kiss my ass. Yeah, that's just you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're trying to put you trying to put your own sensibilities. You did right. If I got the chance to say, wait, y'all wanna y'all wanna do what? Y'all wanna boot me? Nah, can't boot me. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Reschedule your shit. Yeah, that's, see, that's you. <laughs> I think, I think, uh... Reschedule your shit. Other people are thinking about, like, long-term, lasting relationships. But you're just thinking about sticking this <laughs> Well, hey, why not? I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out a way to, to, to say that the Spurs are going to win this um, series. But, I mean, in my, in my whole thing about basketball... Except, and it's crazy because except with the Spurs, my whole my whole philosophy in basketball is the the tiebreaker goes to the team with the best player, and LeBron is the best player, and he's far and away the best player. 
I mean, like everything else being considered equal, I think you know, I think both teams are pretty evenly matched, um, except for you know, in, in a couple different places where I think the Spurs, are, you know, like bench. Yeah, point guards, the point guards aren't evenly matched. Yeah, point guard, but you know, it, it, it needs this power forward, even shooting guard, like I mean, no, not power forward, uh, small forward and shooting guard. Obviously, that goes in, in Miami's favor heavily. Uh, I, I try, I try my best. You know, all things being equal, I, I always give it to the team that's a, that's a better player, and I just don't see LeBron passing up an opportunity to be, you know, placed in history with, you know, some of the greatest players that ever played basketball. You know, that's it's not crazy a because the, it's crazy that you mentioned that because they was even saying even, even just in sports in general, it's only been done three pieces have only been done by like, just in total by like four or five. Uh, teams, period. Yeah, the, the Bulls, the Lakers, the Celtics. Um, the Celtics. I think, I think the, the Rams. No, the the, um, the Islanders. The island, not the not the, the Islanders. I thought it was. Yeah, they won. No, they they won like four in a row. I think. I thought that, I thought it was the team with um the Gretzky team, the Gretzky and Messier team. That would have done it, but I guess. Uh, no, it was uh, what I heard the I other day the was the Islanders. Yeah, Islanders. Yeah, Islanders. Yeah, I think they won. They said four in a row. So the Islanders and like what did the rest? I mean, did Yankees do it. I think Gretzky, Gretzky was a part. It was it was some Gretzky team that did do it though. Okay, then that was the uh, that was the, the the Canadian team. I cannot remember how the fuck can I remember the team that Wayne Gretzky played for with Mark Messier. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't. I just don't see him passing up the uh the Oilers. That's what it was. The Oilers, Edmonton Oilers. I can't see him um, passing up the opportunity to put himself in in, in history. I mean, the history books. You know, basketball Twitter already wants to place him as like the greatest basketball player to ever play basketball. <laughs> you know, his fucking career isn't even over. He only has two championships. But he's the greatest basketball player to ever play basketball. And it's like they lo- absolutely lose their mind if he, uh, if, he if they if they repeat it. So I mean, I I. I I want to say that the Spurs are going to win, but I, I don't know how. I don't know how to say that. Like, I really, really want to do it, but I just don't I don't know how to say it. I don't... I don't know. I don't think I could go go against LeBron. I don't know, man. I, we'll see, because I, I don't know. I just, I just... I just feel like... The Spurs are gonna want this, unless unless the Tony Parker thing, unless his ankle just, you know, he comes out in that first game and he, you know he's alright for a little bit, but then it, you know, it stiffens up on him or something again. I don't know, or or maybe that whole thing with with uh, Kawhi Leonard could completely flip on me and it'd be LeBron that, that remembers all of that that garbage with him. You know, defended him so well and going, all right. I'm not, I'm not letting this happen this time. This time, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kill you. I mean, if I think they have a a, a good game plan against LeBron. I mean, even even Indiana had a pretty decent game plan against LeBron in some of those in some of those games. Man, it's, it's gonna be a good series, man. I I want to say I want to say the Spurs really really badly, but I I just can't I can't see him. I mean, because I mean, think about it like this now. If if LeBron loses this finals, he's gonna have a, he's gonna be two and three in finals. Um, they're coming. Yeah, that's not not interested in being around for that conversation. 
I just, I just, just not be interested in being around and hear that garbage. No, not not that, but that he's two and three in finals. The team doesn't look as good as as they once did. They they lost in the finals. The the supporting cast doesn't look as good as it has been in the past. It's like you know that's a turning point, and I don't think he wants to face that turning point. He doesn't want to have to face a situation where like he has to actually think about leaving Miami. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think he, I just don't see him allowing this. I don't see him allowing himself to be put in that position. He's at that point in his career. One, one thing they got going for them this year that they didn't really have last year was Dwayne Wade not looking like he's 50 years old going into the series. But the thing about that is neither does Manu Ginobili. Because That's true. Like, like he, he offsets but, the fact that. Nah, does it, but, but does Manu really offset Dwayne yeah, Wade, though? Yeah, because Manu is he's really that good. I mean, he, said, he won. He, Manu won that series for them against OKC. I'm talking about I'm talking about going up against Wade, though. Yeah, I don't think Wade can guard him. I mean, when Manu is Manu, can't nobody guard him. No, I'm not talking about him guarding him. I mean, I'm just talking about as far as getting getting his team to win against, against Miami. I don't know, man. I think they're at this point in their career, they're about equal. I mean, they're just used differently. Their their roles are different, but I think they're they're separate. They're different but equal in what they do. I think they're just as important. It's gonna be interesting, man. Because you said you saw what happened when my new was my new in that one game last year, and he just went absolutely nuts, and nobody yeah. could do anything with him. I mean, he still and he looks better this year, just like Dwayne Wade does. It's going to be interesting to see how those two, um, if they can cancel each other out. And, and, and it basically comes down to whether or not LeBron um, can outdo Tony Parker. And if Tony Parker is still nursing that ankle, I think that's going to be easy to do. Yeah, if he is. But if he isn't, there's not one person on that team that can guard Tony Parker. And that's including LeBron. Yeah. So I'm gonna say that that, uh, that the Heat win in seven again this year. Oh, you got it going seven. Yeah, I got it going seven again. I can't see it going anything less than that. Unless the only way I see it going less than seven is if the Spurs beat them. So you're saying if the Spurs beat them, it's not going seven. Yeah, it's not going seven. It's going to go seven if the Spurs beat. Them. If the Spurs win, but if the Heat, but if the Heat win, it's going. It's going. It's got to be seven. It's got to be seven. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, I I guess I can see what you're saying. Because if the first the first game the first game is in San Antonio, right? Yeah, the first game is in San Antonio. Well, I'm still like I said, I'm still you know, hoping that LeBron can, can win it. But I don't know. I just, just the, the feeling that I get from this Spurs team is that you know that 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 that, that loss, huh? Yep, they're on a mission. Yeah, that that that, that, that loss. Face. Yeah, that loss was so devastating. I mean, if you remember that press conference <laughs> with, with Tim after that that missed tip he had, the missed shot in the lane, and then the missed tip <laughs> right the after the, the the tip right after that. I mean, that, I mean that was just devastating. I mean. I, I, I feel like he's one of these guys that's going to harbor stuff like that yeah. and, and going to you know, use it as, as, as fire and come out in this first game and just start going nuts. So this first game... Know, because he did it in game please. six. <laughs> he was lighting their ass up in game six. Uh, I was, okay, 
if that's the Tim Duncan that we get, then yeah, they're gonna they're gonna beat Miami. If the Tim Duncan that showed up in Game Six last year shows up for three or four games this series, yeah, they're gonna beat Miami. He's gonna, he he gonna be there for Game One. That's for sure. He's gonna be there for Game One. I fully expect him to score over 25 in Game One. The thing with Miami is like I think they're they're not as good a team as they were last year. No, of course not. No, with them missing Mike Miller, I mean I know you know Rashard is doing his thing or whatever, but yeah, yeah, they're not. But their execution is as good as it's ever been. You would expect so. You if you've been been to you know four straight, you would expect it to be crisp. That's how they they offset not being as good. They execute. I mean they're not spur level execution. Right, with the pass, the pass and all of that. They have straight lapses where they just don't score points at all. Yeah. But um But then but then they can come right back and score points in bunches too. Yeah, they can score points in bunches. Because so, because because LeBron can basically take over a game. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good series, but I, I, I still have to say that Miami won game seven. LeBron gets his third ring, Dwayne Wade gets four gets four. <laughs> And, um, it's crazy that you would think that he, got, that he could possibly have that many. Yeah. And that's that. Anything else you want to add? No, that's it, man. I just I hope it's, an, it's a good series. I, I, it could, it's impossible to live up to the same kind of series that it was last year because last year was just... One of the best. Which is, which is epic. I mean, just best. I mean, it's nonstop action, back and forth, close games. But, you know... I think it's still going to be a good series, though. Yeah. And, and and I know I said I don't think that he can do it, but I, th- I feel like they probably will. But I, my confidence in that is is not is not real high. My confidence isn't very high in my pick either. Like, believe me, uh, it could go either way. I think the thing is because we feel like these teams are, are, are so are so you know evenly matched. I feel like they're evenly matched, but I just, I just feel like. The thing that can put that's going to put the Spurs over, that could possibly put them over, is that whole thing with them not winning last year and having that bad taste. I mean, that that could that could drive a team, you know, a couple of notches up. They just can. that, just that, just that by itself. But I feel like as far, as far as them being matched up, you know, I think that matched up pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I'm I'm ready for this to start because I'm ready for the offseason to start. All right, we we got we got to wait two years for the shit to start, though. Yeah, we still got two more days. <laughs> we'll we'll be watching game. We'll be watching game one in no time. Um, deja vu once again. We're gonna record pretty soon. We're gonna start working lies. on lies, lies, people, lies. Do not listen to what this man is saying. This is lies. We we talked about it earlier today. It was like seven o'clock in the morning. We talked about. It. Uh, we're gonna record again. We're gonna start looking at some football stuff. Um, NFL, baby. Yeah, real soon. Um, if it's not, I know. I think I got another podcast to do on Thursday, but maybe sometime this weekend or Friday or something like that. We'll get a, a football podcast put out about you know uh, your the boy. Bears. Yeah, the Bears and um, uh, my team, the 49ers, and the two conferences we're gonna. Go through the draft picks and what we think uh, think of the draft picks and the offseason acquisitions, stuff like that. So we're definitely going to do that pretty soon. Um, I promise to start getting them out a little bit more because if we don't, people are going to stop listening to the ones we do. <laughs> we're going to start putting out more content. Uh, we're going to make sure that. Um, you know where to find us, accordingtosources.com. 
Um, you can catch the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher. You can go to the website and find it. I think we're in a couple of podcast provided services in, in Europe and Africa and Asia. We all over the place. So hey, to my African people, what's up? You know what I'm saying? If you uh, if you're trying to tell me you can't find the podcast, I'm probably going to call you a fucking liar to your face. Because <laughs> we're everywhere. You can find us wherever you need us to be. Um, if you have any questions. You can send the questions in to according to sources at gmail.com. I'm always looking for questions um, to answer. If you have anything you need to say to me, it's according to sources uh, on Facebook. It's according Yeah. Go to, the, uh, go to the Facebook page. I'm always on Facebook. Uh, record, it's A2 Sources on uh, Twitter. I'm on Twitter as well. Always on Twitter. I'm always posting something. Um, there's a million different places where you can get to us. You can find us wherever you need us. But uh, for right now, that's it. I'm I'm Dre. That's Rob. We out. Peace.